Can negative self-talk prolong mental health-related absence? In the world of sports psychology, there's an old adage that says, how you think is how you perform, pointing to the idea that whatever's going on inside our heads steers our outer behaviours. Now, I was recently on a wellbeing call with somebody who's, who's really struggling with self-doubt, constantly criticising themselves, always on the lookout for the next thing to go go wrong, worrying all the time and completely ignoring all of the things that go well in their life. And this person can't get to sleep at night for worrying. Their mind just really ramps up just before bedtime. Now, the question I want to ask you today is whether you think negative self-talk could be something that prolongs mental health-related absence. We all have self-talk. It's the internal dialogue that runs through our heads, constantly evaluating, judging and appraising people, situations and events. Some of us, and I was definitely one of these people for many years, some of us tend to have a more pessimistic or negative tone to our inner dialogue. Typically, when we speak to others, we, we gauge our thoughts against theirs. And also, if they're, they're people we know well, they might pull us up or challenge us on any realistic or sorry, unrealistic or negative thoughts we express verbally. But what about those people who are absent from work and don't have their, their usual daily tasks to distract them or from, from their self-talk or colleagues to gauge their thoughts against? Could negative self-talk have an impact on them? Now, our thoughts feed into creating our mood and our mood sets the tone for our thoughts. And this cycle constantly repeats creating our inner, inner environment. So it's easy to see how waking up with a head full of worries can colour the rest of the day with negativity. Over time, these negative spirals may begin to, to affect the ingredients vital to a successful return to work, such as our, our self-esteem, our self-confidence and uh, anxiety levels. The person that's sitting at home telling themselves that they're useless, they're not good at their job or that nobody will miss them is going to feel very different about making a return to work, uh, very different to the, the person full of self-belief and, and self-assurance. And maybe even more so, the more often they repeat and reinforce these ideas in their heads. So what can managers do to help prevent negative self-talk becoming a barrier to returning or something that extends the, even something that extends the absence? Well, as I said earlier, when we speak to others, we get to reality test our thoughts and, and gain the type of objectivity that's difficult when we're, we're only exposed to our own thoughts and beliefs. It helps us to, to question our ideas in a way we don't typically do alone. And not to mention the fact that the other party in a conversation can challenge our views or ask questions that give us new realisations. So by setting this time aside to do this at at intervals designated for a a contact schedule, the impact of negative self-talk can be reduced. Often managers think, though, that if they're not giving advice or fixing somebody, they're not having any impact in these situations. But as you can see from what we've just discussed, even your run-of-the-mill catch-up chat can be a key piece in the overall jigsaw of a successful return to work. If you'd like to get your copy of my free report, Three Mental Health Myths Every HR Professional Needs to Know, just click on the link in the text below and I'll get your copy over right away.